0: Today on Locked on Rockies, we talk about Julius Chessin, a longtime member of the bullpen released by the Rockies. He was probably a lot better than you remember. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Rockies. Welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 16th day of September in the year 2022. I am your Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies conversation right here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team each and every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and if you are a team, your team. I should say is the Colorado Rockies. Well, you have found the right place because that's what we do here. Uh, like I said, I'm Paul Holden. I'm your Rockies fan extraordinaire. I am someone who's been following this team my whole life, been covering this team just about every day right here on the Lockdown Rockies podcast for you guys here uh, for about two seasons now. Uh, uh, today unlocked on Rockies we are going to talk about a long time member of the bullpen just released by the Rockies a little bit of look into the career of Julius Chassin and we're going to talk about how he was probably better than uh, you can imagine and over his long career he was someone that played a part in some crucial role uh you know some some good some bad times for the Rockies and was really stellar, especially getting uh you know a bunch of starts for the Rockies, being a pretty good starter. He also had uh, some time with other teams and made impacts uh, there for for other teams, getting a, a lot of starts for others as well. And I uh, was even the playoff ace uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers for a little bit. But we're going to talk about Julius Czernin, and we're also going to talk. About the new guy, the guy that just got called up, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, who is replacing Chassine on the Rockies roster. But here's something that you might not know about Julius Chassine, and before I do that, I got to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, as you covered this season, with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Did you know Julius Chassine? Has a career war of 19. He's 85 and 91 uh, with over 227 starts. He's pitched in nearly 1,500 innings. He has a whip of under 1.4 at 1.338. He was pitching in the league since 2009, a 13-year career. And uh, while this year will be forgettable for uh, Chasin, especially when you look at last year, kind of being something uh, a little bit of an improvement for Chasin there with with some of his performance and still getting some good work, not a a terrible uh, run there with his second stint. For the Rockies, but this season has just not been the case, and it was clear that uh, Chasin's time was uh, was done. It was time to move on from Elias Chasin, but he's someone out there that that is that was with the Rockies from 2009 to 2014. He then goes from Arizona, Atlanta, the Angels, the Padres, Milwaukee, Milwaukee again, uh, you know, uh, and Boston before a trip to Atlanta. And then back to Colorado. He is someone that's 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 been a journeyman and finishes mo- what you would imagine is his career. I can't imagine anyone's really going to go out uh, after Chassin. but a respectable four point one eight ERA. We're getting our stats from uh, Baseball Reference, by the way, if you are curious. And and like I said, three hundred thirty eight appearances, two hundred twenty seven of those being starts uh, kind of the, uh, the the ghoulish number of 666 when it comes to earned runs um, but uh, you know he was someone that, that that really could get a lot of strikeouts he was someone that uh, had multiple 100 strikeout seasons for them and, and in his two, really two good years with the Rockies in his first in and in, uh, in his uh, first three years with the club or the first four years three out of the first four years with the club he had over 120 strikeouts, 126 strikeouts in 2013, 150 strikeouts in 2011 138 strikeouts in 2010 he was definitely someone that could get the strikeout and was a, a force for some of those those people out of the bullpen when he when he shifted to that that's what he was able to do uh, when you look at last year 47 strikeouts for cha seen in 64 innings that's pretty good there the walks however that's really been the big issue something that uh, he's always done a lot of is walk batters something you can't avoid too too much but Again, not a pitcher that's going to sit there and, and and knock your socks off in a lot of ways, but a pitcher that was, for better or worse, pretty darn good. When you are 19 for your career, if you are 19 wins above replacement, you are an effective, an effective pitcher. And when Chausin was on, he was, and, and his strikeouts, that was great. This year, it just, you know, he just didn't have it in the tank anymore. I mean, it, just really not even someone that they Just wasn't really a viable option. Thirty-seven strikeouts to twenty-one walks this year. He's given up seven home runs as well. Not a ton of home runs. He's he's usually limits the damage. In twenty eleven, he kind of when he pitched the most. Never really had that dominant of a year, twenty fifteen uh, or twenty thirteen. One of his, probably his best season, at least with the Rockies. A couple of good seasons uh, with the Padres, and like we said, really good season for him in twenty eighteen uh, with the with the Brewers. Someone that uh, the Rockies did match up with in that uh, in that playoff series as well. But boy, uh, someone that. Uh, played the played it just was i love a good strikeout and as, as hippie longshank says i'm bummed to see Chassine go we are we are as well but it was time it's time to it was time to see what was next chasin just really wasn't keeping the rockies necessarily competitive uh in the in in for most for really for you looked at what he was doing and in what's the point of bringing chasin out there to kind of walk or, or or struggle when you wanted to see what you could get from uh from lawrence and, and thing he was uh really really uh someone that 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 unfortunately couldn't capture the same uh energy and i wanted to read a couple of uh tweets and stuff from some folks uh that cover the team and follow the team that i think are a good way of kind of encapsulizing and and diving deeper into chasin's career here and uh we'll start here with the uh every rockies ever we'll go just give you the statistical breakdown here from the every rockies uh, ever twitter account Uh, He had a, with his, uh, with the Rockies, they're, 13.9 13.9 uh, BWR in 205 game starts. He paid, pitched 783.2 innings for the Rockies. He had an ERA plus of 113, 42 and 52 win loss record, a 405 ERA, 353 earned runs, 75 home runs, 598 strikeouts to 329 walks. So with the Rockies, you know, he's had those seasons with with the bad walks, but was still able to be someone that could come up and strike a lot of batters out for the club. 1.348 whip. Two complete games, one shutout. He led NL rookies with 138 strikeouts in 2010 and second all-time in ERA for Rockies pitchers. So... Someone that clearly will be remembered for Rockies. Someone I wouldn't be surprised if uh, would would be involved with the Rockies organization. The Rockies clearly brought him back for not only a second stint to see what he was still capable of doing. I mean, 2021 showed that he still had enough in a tank there. Uh, But uh, it was great. I'm sure this won't be the last time. And uh, going over here to Thomas Harding on Twitter. Rockies announced that they've released Julius Jacin deserves more than just a line. A prominent starter years back, his 13.9 career war, ranked sixth among among pitchers in club history. He always enjoyed seeing him with his family around the park and in the clubhouse. And uh, he really was, uh, you know, he got, there was a great piece that Thomas wrote about uh, him and bringing his son in there uh, and being around the Rockies last year. But uh, more from here, the Twitter sphere from from Jacin. Here's stuff from uh, Danielle Allen Tuck. Chasin, 34, first signed with the team back in 2004 and returned last year as a reliever this year has been tough for Chassin, but what he's done in his 12 year career is impressive. He's still one of the best pitchers in Rockies history. And he ranks in the top 10 in franchise history in several categories. I mean, that's a good, good sign. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty surprising when you look and, 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 and see and hear that Julius Chassin has the second best ERA in franchise history. That's not the name that you'd expect when some of the pitchers that the Rockies have had Chasin is not the one that you'd expect to, to, to be there, uh, with the Rockies. And again, uh, uh, someone that I think is going to be a, a long appreciated by Rockies fans as well. Skylar Timmons over here, Julius has a special place as, in the Rockies history books. Not as flashy as other names, he is among the most successful pitchers in team history. 2021 return to the team was a great story and he was fantastic. 2022 just didn't go his way. That's how it goes. Baseball's a tough sport, but we at least got to see Chassin, uh bounce back. We've no uh we, we got to enjoy a really really great pitcher there for the rockies and um i love good strikeouts i mean there is just a and you know uh i love seeing strikeouts and and, and chasin when he was on with someone that could provide uh some strikeouts it is a uh fun time fun you know it was a fun time and uh again best of luck to chasin going forward we'll see what the rockies are doing now as they make a call up in place of chasin's release from the rockies a tip of the cap to chasin there and i'll even actually give it to you there uh let's dive into the call up let's dive into the matchup tonight let's keep talking rockies baseball but before we do that why don't you get in on all the betting action going on in the world of sports you might be gearing up for rockies cubs tonight you might also be getting up for all the nfl and college football action this weekend well don't miss out from all the action at betonline.net betonline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports information this season find all of the latest football league developments game matchups news and podcasts including this year's opening week games well guess what if you didn't get in on the action on the opening week games well you can go out and get in all of week two it kind of feels like it's still opening week i you know I'm gonna say opening weeks. Because that's what it's still. The season's still very young for both pro and college, and you can get in on all the action at Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website, that's BetOnline.net, and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions at Bet Online, where the game starts. We are heading over here. The Rockies have called up Noah davis davis has been a starter for the hartford yard goats this season got a 5.5 era 152 strikeouts 260 walks a 1.45 whip in 100 or 1,003 no 133 000 innings Sheesh, 133 innings over 26 starts uh here from cbssports.com while his performance wasn't particularly dominant he'll have a chance to make his major league debut over the final weeks of the regular season Seems likely the right-hander will be available as a multi-inning option out of the Rockies bullpen to begin his big league career. This is good. I mean, even I—I I don't even mind that you look at Noah Davis's line there. You look at uh, the moves there, but uh, at the same time, this is the right move for the Rockies. I know we had a fan or a, uh, someone on Twitter say they want to watch all these Rockies calling up as many prospects as you can, getting them starts at the major league level, getting them up against the major league at-bats is great, especially for Rockies pitching because the Rockies pitching prospects aren't as flashy as some of the names that the Rockies have in the position player side. There's a lot of names that we are excited about as Rockies fans and we've heard a lot of, but when it comes to pitching prospects, there's no one that has the same real name and carry as uh, Elaris Montero, as... Uh, Ezekiel Tovar, who uh, all signs are pointing to, that's exciting for, for for me. I'm glad that this is the Rockies are embracing this. This is the right way to handle this. And unfortunately, one of the things I was reading today, it comes uh, and it's going to be an interesting thing. It's some of some fan favorites. What are the Rockies going to do with Connor Joe? What are the Rockies going to do with Connor Hampson? They've been favoring Connor Hampson, or, no, Connor Hampson, Garrett Hampson uh, for uh, the last bit of the season, especially as Connor Joe has gone. Uh, cold in the second half of the season what are they going to do with all these young guys I, they don't have to have all that figured out right now I mean everything can continue to get figured out and more navigated in playoffs it's time to just see what can we can see and get even just a little bit of taste from players like Davis and Tovar and why not Chasin wasn't getting the job done there was there's no harm in not letting Noah Davis come up and get some real MLB experience let him get the first call up and and go out there and and go up against him even with the the, the line that's not impressive I'd like to see a lot of some strikeouts here obviously we want to see him avoid the if he can come up and uh, have demonstrate good command that's what we're looking for here in these types of starts and appearances. From Noah Davis, this is the right way to handle this start of this part of the season for the Rockies. It doesn't help the Rockies in the long run to continue to trot out veterans and stuff out there that aren't going to give you a little bit more clear picture of the future. Of course, Ryan McMahon and Charlie Blackman and CJ Crone and all of and Brendan Rogers, all of them should still start and get playing time and get their at bats and everything as well. Absolutely. But at the same time, a lot of them, I hope, are embracing this moment to be leaders and mentors on this team, especially when call-ups are so few and far between now. It's not like it's the 40-man roster where there's a bunch of people on the roster anymore. With the call-ups still being very specific, this is an opportunity to make sure that the Rockies veterans can be taking a moment to to to, to help these players, to help them get better, to help them add, uh, to get adequated and acquainted with being a major league baseball player, this is the right way to do it. The Rockies being so far out of contention, they still they got a long slog against L.A. Let's see what the Rockies have. Bring them up. See and 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 get and and then that just gives you more information to take into spring training. That gives you more of an idea of what you're going to want to do next year when you are going to have to make roster decisions. When you are looking at it, how are you going to find a place for everybody in the outfield, especially with the return of Chris Bryant? And what are you going to do? Are you go? Do you believe in a lot of arms that you have in the future? You don't have a lot of left-handed arms. You've brought some people up from the system a few times, different people from the system how much do you believe in the bullpen future from your arms if you're not going to see them at the major league level the rockies have to create a sense of identity and they have to they carve that out by either committing to the players that they have and going younger and giving them opportunities and and just working with the vets they have and not navigate, and and trying to build up the farm system in the future or they need to buy in they need to build a bullpen they need to they need to spend more money in the offseason. We're again at a situation where the Rockies' lack of identity makes it very hard to understand what it truly means for these prospects to get playing time. What does it mean for Noah Davis? What does it mean for all of these Rockies players uh, that get playing time at the beginning or at the end of the year? If the Rockies you know, go out and maybe spend a big bla- splash on something else or they don't get other playing time or they're not on the spring training roster There's not enough for us to know about what the Rockies plan is and the identity of a team to kind of know what this is. We can at least sit here, though, and take solace in the fact that they are seeing what they have in the system right now. They're doing the call-ups, players, the prospects are getting playing time, especially if Tovar is going to come up and get some playing time as well for the Rockies to be getting playing time from both Montero, Tolia, and Tovar at the major league level in 2022. Not really what we expected to see this year, but if you are in the situation the Rockies are in right now, it's absolutely the move to make. So Noah Davis called up by the Rockies from Hartford. Uh, he is uh, expected to be out of the bullpen uh, following the release of Julius Chassin. Um, let's take a look at tonight's matchup here. Two teams that are pretty similar in the matched, have had similar seasons, and... Um, there's kind of a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things between the two of them. I think we talked a lot about this the first time that we had this series. But uh, before we do, it, wow, and first pitch is actually here in just a few moments. So Marcus Stroman, Herman Marquez, it's going to be a great, great matchup. But first, this. Okay. Rockies taking on the Cubs here today. Herman Marquez and Marcus Stroman, two pitchers. I mean, wow. The the numbers seem, the the record, of course, Stroman a a, a case here where the record doesn't always reflect how good Stroman's, at least statistical, is when you look at the baseline numbers for him there. Three and seven for Stroman this year, but the whip is at 1.20, an ERA of under four, 3.9, 112 innings pitched. Uh, give uh, 94 strikeouts to 30 walks in that time, 13 home runs. And uh, so Herman's pitched uh, about 45 more innings and that's uh, obviously a couple more starts, a handful more starts and more appearances. But the big numbers here you see is that if, if you gave those starts to Stroman, he might look pretty similar. To Herman this year, the the those home runs double digits at thirteen. You kind of kind of look at and kind of just kind of doing some quick math. It's nothing really too specific. Uh, let's see. Eight more starts, basically, if you're going by win-loss total, what that would impact for Stroman. And I think that Herman would be looking in a better situation than, uh, than Stroman is this year. But I'm sure two pitchers that are looking to bounce back after this year wash this one away and especially come into their next start uh, with uh, a, a good one and, and, and something that they want to uh, go after, especially because both pitchers... want to wash away their last start not an ideal one for uh, either of them stroman's last start against san francisco four innings pitched seven hits four earned runs a home run a walk and four strikeouts where herman marquez's last appearance against uh arizona was uh won the Rockies, still won they came back but herman gives up nine earned runs two home runs three walks two strikeouts. So again, we want to see Herman with the control. We want to see Herman limit the walks. We want to see Herman Marquez make progress towards the end of this year because he is easily going to be one of my biggest question marks my busy my biggest worries of the off season because Herman Marquez has to be better than this Herman Marquez has to be someone that we can count on and rely on and he doesn't have to he can't all maybe he can't always mimic what he did last year but he needs to be much closer to 2021 Herman Marquez than 2022 Herman Marquez going forward and I know that he can do it he's one of my favorite pitchers to watch for the Rockies um, but uh we'll see. The, the Cubs definitely are dealing with a decent amount of injuries as well. Rafael Ortega on the, uh, on the 60-day IL. say Suzuki on day-to-day. Nico Horner with a day-to-day. Alec Mills on the 60-day IL. And Wilson Contreras also on the injury report uh, for them as well. So lots of injuries for the Rockies. Let's see if they can take advantage of it. They are on the road. We'll see what happens. in the. Uh, they These teams have uh, tied the series so far this year at two apiece. This will be the uh, one big deciding way on the decider of the series for the season. Should be a good game. Two teams kind of in a similar situation. Cubs-Rockies, it's, it's usually always fun. Of course, a lot of history there. I think a little small. It's not really, but uh, I think the Cubs won't often forget that uh what Tony Walters and the Colorado Rockies did to them in the wild card game there, not too, too long ago, but feels like ages ago at this point. Folks, we're going to wrap things up. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. Thank you all so much for tuning in and joining us today and for making us your first listen of the day. If you want more MLB talk, more MLB coverage, why don't you go check out the Locked On MLB podcast for your second listen? Or if you want to stay up to date with all things Colorado sports, you can do so with the Locked On Podcast Network, with the Locked On Bronco. Locked on, Locked on Avalanche and Locked on Nuggets podcast. You can follow us here at Locked on Rockies on Twitter at LORockies and me, myself, Paul Holden at PaulHolden33. You can find the show on YouTube as well. Subscribe to it. Be part of the live chat so you can get your questions answered live and know when we are recording this wonderful podcast. And folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.